Section two of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume nine, April eighteen ninety eight. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. Overland routes to the Klondike by Hamlin Garland. By all accounts, the Yukon Valley is a grim country a country of extremes in winter the sun hardly makes itself felt rising pale and white only for a few hours above the horizon while in the summer it shines all day and as an irishman might say part of the night moss covers the high ground like a thick wet sponge throughout vast areas and the soil is in effect perpetually frozen there is little vegetable mould and plant life is sparse steam arises under the hot sun from the cold rain-soaked moss and the nights are foggy and damp even in june and july gnats and mosquitoes move to and fro in dense clouds during midsummer and add to the many discomforts and discouragements of the region life is a warfare fuel is scarce there is little game and not many fish there never were many indians in the district the valley is too inhospitable for life of any kind to greatly abound agriculture is practically impossible it is likely to freeze any night of the year the climate in short is subarctic in character and in and about dawson city nearly all the features of the arctic zone are realized the ice does not go out of the river even at dawson till late in may or june and the river closes early in september having decided that he wishes to take the risk involved in entering this grim country the miner must decide on his route the routes may be divided into two groups the overland and the seaport of the overland there are at present three the edmonton and peace river route the old telegraph trail and the kamloops inland route the edmonton route begins at edmonton a small town at the end of the northern spur of the canadian pacific railway and proceeds by way of little slave lake to peace river thence across the divide into the valley of the stikine river to telegraph creek and teslin lake which is the headwaters of the yukon this route is a very long one and little information is obtainable concerning it it is undoubtedly practicable and will be largely travelled by those not in breathless haste to get to dawson city it offers abundant fields for prospecting and is a pleasant summer route it will take about sixty days to go from edmonton to teslin lake the citizens of edmonton are using all means to make this route easy and safe it cannot be safely used before the middle of may pack horses are plentiful and feed is good from may fifteenth to november the second overland route the old telegraph trail begins at ashcroft a small village on the canadian pacific railway and follows the fraser river over an excellent stage road constructed by the canadian government to the little town of quesnel two hundred and twenty three miles north good stopping places abound along the road here the road ends and the trail turns to the west and passing over a nearly level country with good grass reaches fort fraser on fraser lake one hundred twenty-five miles from quesnel 
fort fraser is a hudson bay post and trading store with two white men and several families of indians quite well civilized settled near a limited amount of supplies will be obtainable here up to this point the trail is quite level and though there are hundreds of creeks none are deep or hard to pass the three rivers the black water the mud and the nechaco can be forded except in high water when rafts will have to be used and poled or paddled across neither of them is very wide many trails cross the route and it will be necessary to have a native guide unless some means should be taken to mark the main trail in this one hundred twenty five miles there are over three hundred good hay swamps and many indian villages where feed for horses can be found in abundance beyond fort fraser the next supply point is stuart a hudson bay post with three or four whites and eighty to one hundred indians who live in cabins and make their living by hunting fishing and trapping from fort fraser to hazelton is probably three hundred twenty five miles the trip from quesnel to hazelton can be made by pack animals and will require from sixteen to twenty days hazelton has a small population of prospectors who winter in the neighborhood a hudson bay post a few cabins and a couple of stores are all that are to be found here although about fifteen thousand indians trade at this point the goods are brought up by a hudson bay boat on the skeena river during high water from here it is about two hundred miles to telegraph creek the trail has been traveled for thirty-five years and the government has spent thousands of dollars to keep it in first-class condition it will probably take about ten days to cover this distance as it is a little harder than before reaching hazelton there are two large stores at telegraph creek at present and undoubtedly a small town will immediately spring up there from telegraph creek over to Teslin lake the trail will be opened and operated by the canadian government a wagon road will be constructed and a bill has already passed the house of commons granting subsidies for a railway the road at present is estimated to be about one hundred fifty miles long and can be traversed in ten days or less the way is wooded and has no dangerous features at Teslin lake is a sawmill and lumber for rafts or boats can be purchased and the rest of the journey made by water the ashcroft trail and the kamloops route which is practically the same in character is alluring it begins in a genial climate between the coast range and a spur of the rocky mountains and is therefore somewhat like eastern washington in temperature and rainfall after leaving quesnel the trail plunges at once into the wild country and to those who are fond of sport and adventure it will offer a special charm there are frequent stopping places and the indians are friendly and if properly treated will be a source of aid in case of necessity the advantage of this route are offset however by obvious disadvantages it is very long according to the most liberal estimates it will take forty days from quesnel to telegraph creek though it can probably be done in less time provided there are no delays for bridge building it will be possible to go in light sending part of the outfit by way of victoria to telegraph creek and by leaving an advance order for supplies with the hudson's bay company to be delivered on a certain date from their stores at hazelton it will not do to leave quesnel until the grass comes say by the tenth of may before that time even though it might afford a fairly good nip 
it will still be watery and without sufficient nutriment after the tenth of may the ashcroft trail will be a comparatively cheap and easy route to the Kaziar and teslin lake mines with no duties and very little toll to pay in the matter of outfitting it is probable that kamloops ashcroft and quesnel will be able to furnish complete outfits for a limited number of pack trains and being upon the canadian pacific railway supplies in case of need could be hurried forward by telegraph from victoria vancouver or winnipeg it is safe to count on about fifty days time from ashcroft and while the expense will be light probably not exceeding three hundred dollars for transportation and a year's provisions it would not be well to start with less than five hundred dollars in hand or within reach at teslin lake End of section two.